0: Listening to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast, a podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing, educating, empowering, improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, we are talking about a specific kind of ancillary product. These plans provide coverage and peace of mind when your clients need it most. Every second counts. Why sell cancer, heart attack, and stroke insurance? Written by Roxanne Anderson. Is there value to selling cancer, heart attack, and stroke plans? Why would or should anyone buy an insurance policy that's so specific? Let's take a deeper look at the benefits and payouts. Your client may have Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplement Insurance, but as we've stated many times on this podcast, primary health insurance plans only cover so much. Cancer, heart attack, and stroke insurance is a type of ancillary insurance that can offer your clients additional protections against unexpected health care events. But is there a true need for this secondary form of coverage? Specifically. Are the payouts of these policies worth the extra cost for beneficiaries? Is pitching these plans worthwhile for agents? Consider this. Many people have cancer or a heart attack or stroke. These conditions are not rare. In fact, heart disease, cancer, and stroke all make the top five in the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's list of the leading causes of death in the United States. We'd go as far to say that you probably personally know multiple people who have had a heart attack, stroke, or cancer. The American Heart Association estimates that approximately 805,000 heart attacks occur and about 795,000 individuals have a stroke every year. They also project that 45% of Americans will have some form of cardiovascular disease by the year 2035. In regard to cancer, about 40% of men and women will be diagnosed with it during their life, according to the National Cancer Institute. They estimate that in 2020 alone, there were around 1,806,590 new cases of cancer. If that doesn't prove the prevalence of these conditions, consider these statistics another way. In the United States, someone has a heart attack and someone has a stroke about every 40 seconds. Every 30 seconds, someone is diagnosed with a new case of cancer. That's roughly a little more than 4 Americans every minute, or 72,000 Americans a day, who are diagnosed with these health conditions alone. Those roughly 72,000 Americans a day could be clients of yours and could possibly use the benefits of cancer, heart attack, or stroke insurance. And a growing number of people are surviving these conditions. While cardiovascular disease, cancer, and stroke are among the leading causes of death in the U.S., these conditions are not as deadly as they once were. Nowadays, more than 90% of people survive a heart attack, 72% of people survive their first stroke by at least 27 days, and 67% of people survive cancer at least 5 years. This is great news, right? While surviving is the first step, it doesn't come free of charge. Life after a diagnosis of heart attack, stroke, or cancer can be stressful as doctor, hospital, and pharmaceutical bills begin to stack up. People are surviving these types of illnesses, but the financial impact can last months or years beyond the health event. Health insurance agents must ensure their clients are aware of the coverage gaps and ways to fill them. Let's talk about what this secondary protection covers that primary medical plans don't. One common objection to selling cancer insurance and heart attack and stroke insurance we hear is that a client's medical insurance should largely cover their medical costs. While this may be true, especially for those who have a Medicare supplement plan, it will not cover all of a client's drugs and treatments, and it certainly won't cover all the non-medical, indirect costs associated with these conditions. Insurers design cancer and heart attack and stroke plans to either directly reimburse beneficiaries for certain medical expenses not covered by primary health plans Or provide lump sum payouts that beneficiaries can use toward any costs they wish, medical or non medical. Carriers pay these benefits regardless of other health insurance coverage. Let's say one of your clients is diagnosed with a critical illness, specifically cancer, and does not have a cancer, heart attack, or stroke policy. If they want to try experimental treatments, they may have to pay for them out of pocket. If your client decides to travel out of state to get the best medical care available, they will likely have to pay for their transportation and any lodging and meals. Later, they may have to pay out of pocket for certain rehab services, caregivers, and adaptive equipment they may need to maintain a certain quality of life. And if the individual needs to take an extended leave of absence from work to get treatment, Their family may also have to go down to one income, and none altogether if their spouse or partner also takes off work to offer support. Here are the out-of-pocket expenses so far to help you keep track. Medical expenses, so all treatments including experimental drugs, certain rehab services, and certain adaptive equipment. And also non-medical expenses, like the costs associated with travel and lodging caregivers, and loss of income, and again, those costs could be for the individual or the entire family. The American Heart Association reports that the average annual direct and indirect costs of cardiovascular disease and stroke in the U.S. totaled about $363.4 billion between 2016 and 2017. For individuals, the lifetime cost of treating a heart attack can range from $760,000 to $1 million, according to Dr. Polly Galbraith, vice president and chief medical director at Assurant Employee Benefits. She also reports that if a long stay in a nursing home is necessary for someone with a stroke, the cost could reach $2 million. Don't forget to consider this— The American Society of Clinical Oncology states that new cancer drugs can cost $10,000 to $35,000 a month alone. While these are admittedly some worst-case scenario figures, nobody wants to be surprised by a high medical bill, especially during an already tough time. At minimum, these conditions can cost your clients a few thousand dollars to treat, And that's on top of all their other usual monthly bills. Offering your clients a second insurance plan that kicks in after one of these common major health events can provide them and their families with more financial relief and peace of mind than their primary health plans alone can deliver. But why sell cancer, heart attack, and stroke plans versus critical illness insurance? Critical illness plans also offer coverage for these conditions. What's better, critical illness insurance or combination cancer, heart attack, and stroke plans? Let's start with the disadvantage of critical illness plans. Critical illness insurance offers similar benefits for qualifying cancer, heart attack, or stroke cases, as well as other illnesses. However, that extra coverage comes at a higher price. Simply put, not everyone can afford to pay that higher price. What's more, critical illness plans are not always an option for seniors. Most carriers will only issue critical illness insurance up to age 64. In some cases, a person may qualify for this type of coverage up to age 70, but that is rare. The advantage of cancer, heart attack, and stroke insurance. A combination of cancer insurance and heart attack and stroke coverage can still give your client some protection against the most common conditions Americans face at less cost than a critical illness plan. Cancer, heart attack, and stroke plans are a secondary form of coverage that can fill in the gaps left by other policies and quickly give your clients 100% of the selected benefit amount providing them the additional support needed to withstand the financial impact of a tough diagnosis. It only takes a second to go from thinking you're healthy to facing a critical illness like cancer or a heart attack or stroke. By offering your clients a second piece of coverage, you could help them be more financially prepared for whatever their futures hold. We mentioned quite a few statistics in this episode. We will be linking to those studies in the notes, so be sure to check those out. In addition to those resources, we have the latest articles from our blog at ridderim.com and related podcast episodes if you'd like to listen to more content that's relevant to this installment. Those episodes are hand-curated, not picked for you by an algorithm, so make sure you check them out. Lots of goodies in our episode notes. And that is all thanks to our amazing team here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. If you like what you heard here today, be sure to follow us. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen online at our official site, ridderim.com slash podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today, especially all the way to the end of the episode. We love it when you do that. We will see you next episode.